This week on Sinister Sisters, we dive into the story of Joanna Dennehy, who committed the Peterborough Ditch murders. A small content warning, this episode and its contents might be disturbing to some listeners as it includes discussions of murder, self-harm, suicidal ideation, substance abuse, etc. Please listen with caution and feel free to click off. Yes. Yes. Hello and welcome back. My name is Shrimp and I'm joined by my co-host Kat. This episode Hi. is a- <laughs> This episode <laughs> is of course True Crime Tuesday and it's a little different because the criminals we've talked about in this season so far have all been serial killers in the true sense of the word because they killed people over a long period of time. Um, sometimes years even. Um, this week, we're talking about Joanna Dennehy, whose crimes all took place within 10 days. Whoa. Yes. So technically, she is a serial killer, but just like a short, um, short form version of serial. <laughs> the mini-sode. Yes, the mini-sode. Joanna Dennehy was born in St. Albans, Hertfordshire in England, in, the, in August of 1982, not much is known about her very early upbringing and her childhood, but she did run away from home at the age of 16 with her then-boyfriend, whose name was John Trenor. She got pregnant in 1999 at the age of 17, and she was oh. furious that this had happened because Whoa. she had always been adamant that she didn't want children. So as soon as her daughter was born, she began drinking, using drugs, and self-harming. Mm, that's not good. No, not a great start. No. Despite not wanting children and her behavior after the birth of her first one, Dennehy got pregnant again in 2005. Trinor, who is the children's dad, um, later took the kids and left her, stating that she had created a toxic environment by cheating, self-harming, and generally being a threat to his family. So she hmm. lost her kids, basically they moved. After he left, Dennehy moved to the city of Peterborough, where she met a man named Gary Richards, whose nickname is Stretch, for whatever reason. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't find out why his name was Stretch, but he's probably it is. like so tall or so short, like actually, one or the other. <laughs> yeah, you're right because it did say that he was almost seven feet tall. Oh. So he's that's thank you. We've solved the mystery. That's why I his have... nickname is Stretch. Episode over, case solved. <laughs> the end. Bye. See you next time. For tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was talk that she funded her addictions with sex work, which mm. could explain her hatred of men, um, but this was never proven. It wasn't until 2012, when she was 29, that her like murderous problems came to light. Hmm. So originally, she was arrested for theft and then admitted to a hospital for psychiatric treatment. And during this time, she was diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder and obsessive compulsive disorder. And a little okay. over a year later, after these diagnoses, she would begin her killing spree. So her dun, first dun, dun. victim, yes, her first victim was 31-year-old Lucas Slabowski. I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. The two of them had met in Peterborough just a few days before his murder. Um, they met for drinks at a bar and she took him to another house that her landlord owned and blindfolded him. She then stamped him in the heart and stored his body in a dumpster until what? she took her next victim. Yeah, just some random guy, basically. And I don't know why she had access to this other house that her landlord owned, but I don't think that's very important anyways. Friends of Slabowski reported that he had told, it, told them that he was going to meet up with the woman he thought was his new girlfriend. 
And instead, he met his death, which is really sad. That's so sad. Really sad. Ten days after killing Slabowski, Dennehy killed one of her housemates, 56-year-old John Chapman, in the same way she killed her first victim. Hours later, she murdered her then-landlord, 48-year-old Kevin Lee, with whom she was allegedly having an affair with. Oh my goodness. She made him wear a woman's dress as she was torturing and murdering him to, like, humiliate him. Okay. So to to dispose of these bodies, she enlisted her boyfriend, Gary Richards, Stretch, Mm. as well as Leslie Layton. I don't know who Leslie Layton is. There was no information on them. I don't even know if they're male or female. So they just are Leslie Layton. After dumping these bodies, the trio drove west across the country to the town of Hereford, looking for more people to murder. Here they came across two men, right? They came across two men, John Rogers and Robin Bereza, who were walking their dogs. Dennehy stabbed Bereza in the shoulder and chest and then stabbed Rogers over 90 times. They both survived and were able to identify Dennehy at her trial. Thanks to the, yeah, thanks to the quick movement of emergency first responders able to save him from 40 stab wounds. 40? Uh-huh. 90? 40. Four zero. Who was stabbed 90 times? No one was stabbed 90 times. Oh, I thought that's what, okay. <laughs> no, I said 40. <clears throat> four zero. Okay. I mean, that that's insane it's to be stabbed still that many times yeah. and, and live. <laughs> and survive, yeah. Whew. So they disposed of the bodies in ditches, which is why she's the mm-hmm. Peterborough ditch murderer. Yeah. Okay, so how was she caught? She did all this stuff in like five minutes. How was she caught? So two days after the death of Kevin Lee, who was the landlord, his family reported him missing. He was then discovered in the ditch that Denny had left him in. She was identified as a person of interest due to her Mm. close quarters with him. But when they attempted to question her, she ran away along with Richards. So that kind of like increased how much they wanted to find her. So they lasted... Yeah, a little sus. They (laughs) lasted two days in hiding before the police tracked them down. So they probably didn't get very far. While she was being arrested, um, she laughed, joked, and flirted Mm. with the officers. She was waiting for trial and in prison and guards found her diary which outlined an escape plot that involved cutting off a guard's finger to use on the security system and she was placed in solitary confinement for two years while she awaited the trial for for her own safety as well as the safety of the other people within the prison i suppose she did plead guilty to all charges so there's not Mm. a ton of information about like what actually happened during the crimes or any explanation as to why she committed them because there was no trial. Hmm. She was sentenced to life in prison and the judge ordered that she was never released. Um, this is, wow. she or she is one of three women in the UK to be given a whole life sentence that like hmm. she can never get out alongside Rosemary West and Myra Hindley. Okay. Richards or Gary Stretch was sentenced to life imprisonment with a minimum term of 19 years and Leighton got 14 years. And you would think that after, like, committing these murders, pleading guilty, all that stuff, you would just kind of go to prison quietly, but Dennehy has kept her name in the media by pursuing jailhouse romances, attempting suicide, and writing letters to men on the outside to try and draw in more victims. 
Yes. She's writing letters to men to get them to come and visit her and to, like, be, like, friendly with her, whatever, so that she'll she'll never get out of prison. But, I don't know, she's just looking for more dudes to kill. But how? How? I I have no I idea. I don't think you can commit a murder while in prison. Well, that's not true, actually. Well, I take that back. Yeah. But like, and maybe she thinks she has nothing to lose because she'll never get out anyways. So if that's she lords some guy to come and chat with her, then she could just shiv him, you know? I mean, <laughs> that's not a terrible point. Like, yeah. Why? Why be on your best behavior if that's not ever going to get you anywhere? Right. Because the whole point of her sentencing is that she will literally like she is never allowed to get out it's on like her majesty's order or something okay it's sort of like the death sentence but without the death. you know the, the death yeah yeah it's a whole life sentence hmm. forever and ever and ever amen <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so she doesn't like have she's not very quiet basically interesting so in 2019 she was transferred to low newton prison which was the same place that Rosemary West was imprisoned. Mm. And these were the only two women alive at the time who had the same full life sentence. Yeah. And they shared prison until Dennehy made a threat on West's life. Oh. And West was subsequently moved for her own safety. Which I think is just really, like, ironic. Like, I don't know, Rosemary West helped her husband murder a bunch of kids, including his own daughter. Yeah, and, and they I just feel like them like in their house, in their right? back like, garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I just feel like, oh, she's moved for her own safety. I don't know. It just seems kind of, I don't know, like kind of weird. Yeah, kind of silly, almost. Yeah, almost, <laughs> but not like they're both equally dangerous women. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Denny, he made a threat on her life. So, and again, yeah. with the fact that yeah. she's never getting out of prison, like, there's no incentive not to kill her. Because um, she later said that she only targeted men because she was a mother and she didn't want to kill other women, especially not a woman with a child. Um, so maybe that's why mm. what the threat was about, because Rosemary West did murder children and women. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe, I don't know. But killing men, uh, Denny, he reasoned, could be, quote, good entertainment. Hmm. Fair. <laughs> I mean, not really. Not really? Like... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, whatever floats your boat, I guess. Yes. It's interesting to me that she used that logic that she was a mother, but she seemingly didn't want to be a mother or want to have yeah. anything to do with her own children. She didn't want her kids. Statement yes. She didn't mm. want her kids and was like actively harming them. Like there yeah. was no um, notification of child abuse, but just substance abuse and like self-harm and things like that on her own self yeah so yeah. i mean that's damaging to a kid if your mom is like that Absolutely. so yeah hmm. yeah it, yeah i didn't think of that but it is it is weird but i i almost like this is obviously pure speculation because i'm not yeah familiar with this case but i wonder if that's just something that she said because it almost like gets you a little bit of sympathy maybe just like oh i'm maybe. a mother i can never do that to another mother yeah and then you, maybe you, maybe like other women would be more understanding definitely because i would presume although i'm not positive that she would be in women's prison yes you know, that she would she be is. with other women so maybe that would sort of soften the bullying yes. that she might get from other inmates maybe 
You're right. And then those two other women that she's very often compared to because of their sentences, um, Rosemary West and Maya Hindley, they both murdered kids. So maybe she's trying to, like, separate herself. Like, I'm not as bad as these people because I murdered men, not kids. You know? Maybe. Yeah. And that is part of the reason why, especially the Moore's murders, Maya Hindley is so, like, very hated because it was kids. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's many reasons. But she could also just be psycho and hate men, you know? I mean, yeah. Yeah. So the last news about her that I could find was that she was planning a wedding to a previous fellow inmate named Haley Palmer, who was just recently released from prison. They met in prison, and now Haley has been released, and now they're going to get married. So Interesting. Yeah, it's kind of gross that she gets a happily ever after, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, so she'll never imagine- leave- Sorry. No, you go ahead. I'm, I'm going to say that she will never leave prison, so it's not the happily ever after that most people aspire to, but still, she gets to be married and, you know. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. I was just going to make a joke because I'm uncomfy. <laughs> I was like, can you imagine the, um, you know, how I met your mother story? <laughs> <laughs> You're in jail. <laughs> She's a serial killer. Yeah. It's wild. Oh god, yeah. I I wonder, like, are her own children? They would be adults now, right? They, yeah, because one of them was born in '99, so same age as me. Okay. Yeah, doxed. So that, doxed myself. <laughs> um, that's okay. My name's Shrimp, and I'm 23. Find me. Anyways, <laughs> I can't imagine having. Ki- well, we were talking about like how I met your mother and like having kids. How do you explain to your kids? About like, like I don't know why uh, Haley Palmer was in prison, yeah. but how do you explain to them like her, uh, Dennehy's kids that she had before? How do you explain like, oh yeah, your mom's a serial killer? I was watching mm-hmm. a documentary yesterday about the yeah. Ken and Bobby killers, um, Carla Homolka in Canada, and she has three kids now. Yeah, and like she helped murder her own sister to other young women how do you explain that to your kids i don't know. like can you imagine being sat down thinking you're gonna get told about the birds and the bees and it's actually like oh just kidding i'm a serial killer i I don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that is not um it's not anything a bridge we're ever gonna have to cross (laughs) but i don't know it's just it's just crazy to think that people like she's murdered three dudes but she has kids yeah just chilling out there you know and like a family and she's gonna get married and you know just like that's also normal and then serial killing is like the opposite of normal yeah it's like a weird juxtaposition on the two almost like two sides of her juxtaposition yeah (laughs) such a snazzy word but yeah thank you most definitely Hmm. Anyways, that's the tea. Well, not the tea. That's the crime. The crime. The tea on the crime. That's really interesting. Yes. I'm surprised that I've never heard of that case because it was recent, right? Really? Um. Yeah. Sort of. Ish. In 2012. Yeah. I would have been. Yeah. Aware of such things at that time. And um, I don't know if this is doxing, but like, dad's from that area. Yeah. Yeah. So. You would have thought, like, aunts and uncles and were like, guess what just happened? <laughs> That's true, yeah. Hmm. But no, I just googled um, female serial killers and she came up. 
there's so much out there <laughs> this is we were talking about this last week too but there's so much out yeah. there that it's just like wild to hear about new things right like this happened recently yeah and we had no idea about it and like what else is happening that we have no idea about yes <laughs> especially you know like north korea north korea fascinates me the fact that they yeah. have like their own like everything their own social media their own like you can't leave you'll get shot like that's so i am so nosy i want to know what's happening <laughs> yeah like what if it's like a utopia i mean it's not but you know yeah i wonder what the citizens of north korea would like rate their happiness and like quality of life as because i don't think yeah. they're necessarily included in that like global index of um like you know they put out those numbers of places that are have really high qualities of life yeah. i don't know that they're necessarily included from like a north korean's perspective i would think that they would rank yeah. fairly low from a western perspective because of you know the dictatorship and that sort of thing but yeah and also they wouldn't have really much to compare it with because they're not allowed any media that's not north korean yeah. right but sometimes so. ignorance is bliss right yeah Maybe they're just vibing I mean, I kind of yeah. understand some of the appeal to it, you know, like you don't have to choose what to wear in the morning. You don't have to choose what haircut you get. Like it eliminates yeah. a lot of those maybe external pressures to like fit in and that sort of thing. So Yeah, the choice fatigue. Yeah. But then like when you think about it, like I like to choose <laughs> my outfits. Yeah. And I like to yeah. be able to, you know. <laughs> say fuck the government without the government <laughs> fucking me you know <laughs> like i read 1984 and the whole time i was like what the <sighs> fuck like this is we're on such a tangent, tangent right good. now <laughs> i have 1984 i have a copy of it and i've had it for years and i have never yeah. read it and i really should i've been into read i mean it. i have a zillion books i need to read but i've been on a um yes you do science fictiony kind of kick lately so. is 1984 science fiction yeah i would say so it's kind of like dystopian it's like a dystopian yeah. future i guess not future well, is it it's it, in the past yeah. now but that usually falls kind of in that yeah. science fiction category it's pretty good next on my list is animal farm Ooh, i've read that have you? Yeah. We should do a, a book reviews podcast. I think that would be a good time. <laughs> Remember that time I tried to start a book review Instagram and then immediately stopped reading? Yeah. So. Yeah, but I think that happens because it's like the pressure of like, I vibe with clothes and like yeah. fashion and things. And I tried to do like a fashion Instagram or um yeah, Instagram and like TikTok and everything. And I just don't like wearing clothes anymore because... <laughs> Like, I, because I'd have to, like, put them on and then take yeah. pictures and, like, post them and think of a good caption. And, like, I work in marketing anyway. And so I don't want to, like, on my spare time be looking up hashtags and niches <laughs> and target audiences and things like that. Like, I do that at work enough. So maybe we can do book reviews as, like, bonus episodes on this podcast when we have something we want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, fair so, enough. Stick I'm into that. that. Friends. Stay tuned. Probably mostly just mum, because that's probably all that's here at this yeah. point in the podcast. Hi, probably. Mum did tell me she was going to listen to it, and I was like, not when I'm here. And she's like, how can I? On Spotify? Okay. Or like, I listen to it when I'm doing housework. <laughs> Mum's so the cute. cutest human so being cute. in the entire world. <laughs> I'm going to listen to, and I'm going to make him listen to the to the end. Good. Should I just dox him? I Doxed. feel like Whoops. a very common name. 
so <laughs> like it literally could be a pseudonym yeah because it's that common <laughs> yeah my my uh name is shrimp i'm David. 23 my boyfriend is behind me <clears throat> some <laughs> We'll, we'll beep that out. We'll bleep Please. that out. Yeah, just put a beep over it, but Kat just said my real full Christian name. So you would be able to dox me then. Wouldn't Easily. it be so funny if I'm saying, like, find me, and then someone fucking does? Like in your bedroom window. <laughs> Don't say that. I have PTSD. Friend? <laughs> Friends listening right now, please do not find us. You may, f- you may find don't. us on Instagram, though. Oh, nice um, segue. <laughs> sinister sisters dot podcast. You may also find us yes. on the Gmail. <laughs> sinister sisters dot pod. No. Sinister sisters pod at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Um, if you can find us <laughs> we have a- elsewhere on Instagram. You can request to follow. Don't. I might not accept though. <laughs> My Instagram account is public, so follow me. Get to get me to one k. <laughs> uh, a, a case request form. It'll be in the bio of the Instagram. It'll be in the episode description thing, transcript, whatever. Um, yeah. yeah. All good. This has gone to shit. I think we should... Bye! Bye. Thanks for listening. (laughs)